0: Hello and welcome to the Practical Pisces podcast. I'm Chelsea, your favorite psychic medium, your host and your mentor through the world of spirituality and all things woo. I'm here to share my stories and what I've learned along my path and my experiences. My mission here is to help more people open themselves up to their own intuition and their connection with spirit. And with that, let's open the door to intuition and spirit. Hello, everyone. I think today I'm going to share some of the uncomfy pieces of being a spiritual being in this world that we have here. This weekend, my dog was having some stomach stuff. And I'm not going to get into all the gory details. She's fine. But it was really, really, really challenging (laughs) to continue to give, give, give from this very bottomless well of selflessness that I reached a bottom and just being spent and how lack of sleep and exhaustion can really shake your faith especially in this time of honoring transition in my work i feel very much like the tides are changing and how i'm meant to show up for this community and even being in the podcasting space is different than what i've known my work to be and so i'm in this kind of in-between place all the doors are open for the different ways in which I want to show up, the wheels haven't fully started to turn. And how do you combat some of the self-doubt that comes in with that while also being a human with human responsibilities and not always getting to just have and take space for yourself? I know so many of the parents out there feel that. And I know I'm not a parent, but the dog parent life is real. (laughs) And... Gosh, I know I'm intuitive and I can communicate with animals, but guess what? They're not sentient beings that know everything, right? And so this poor dog does not know why she feels bad. She has no concept. All she can manage to say is, I don't know, I'm uncomfortable. That's all the words that she can give me as to what's going on. And so she'll just cry and I'm like, what's going on? she's like, I don't know, I'm uncomfortable. And you're just like, okay. It's hard to support this being also doesn't know what's going on even if I could communicate again they're not all-knowing sentient beings their thought processes are different they don't think about things in the depth that we do but they are aware and this weekend has made me feel like a little tiny palm tree in a hurricane just holding on to the beautiful vision that I have for my life and also just saying fuck off sky daddy why is this so hard <laughs> why isn't it so easy all the time and i think we can't spiritually bypass and if you're not familiar with what spiritual bypassing meaning it's very much saying like good vibes only and peace love and light and da, da, da. It's, it's skipping the fucking tantrums that sometimes we need to throw as people like i think a tantrum is tapping into your sacred anger and letting yourself just be wild in the frustration. And I really let myself do that this weekend. And I was talking to a friend of mine, Kelly, and I was just all of a sudden, it felt like every emotion and disappointment and stuck thing that I'd been feeling just word vomited out of me while I'm just bawling my eyes out feeling this huge feeling of defeat and pouring that out to her and when i realized gosh i've been feeling that way for weeks now but haven't said it because i kept saying i just know things are going to work out for me well that's great that i know things are going to work out for me but at the end of the day i'm i'm struggling now i'm frustrated now i'm uncomfortable now and i'm not letting myself feel that because I have this unwavering faith that things are going to work out. Well, in the same breath, I need to process the feelings of being upset now. Sometimes being an intuitive person, we get into that crown chakra or really get into this elevated space where we look down at the physical emotions. We look down and we evaluate them and we put logic to them, but we don't actually let ourselves feel it. We just know that it's there. I think you may hear that like, oh, you're not feeling it. Oh, you're not feeling it. And you just go, yes, I am. Or, oh, I, you know, we just brush it under the rug without a second thought. And then it hits us like a tidal wave. And then we may resist it or fight it. And it made me think of this thing I used to say many years ago in a place of deep, healing and struggle there are those days where you wake up and you're walking to the kitchen and you stub your toe and you just fucking uh, and you grin and you bear it and you move forward and then you pour yourself a cup of coffee and you pour the hot coffee on your hand and you go oh uh, and then you skip it and you keep going and you keep saying to yourself today's going to be a good day I just I have to just get past it And then you get in your car and you forgot to get gas. So then you're gonna be late to the thing you're trying to go to. Then you get to the thing you're trying to go to. And then all of a sudden your key doesn't work or you forgot something at home that you can't go and get. And you just uh, grin and you skip it. And then you get somewhere and you knock something over and something breaks and then you just snap and you start crying, you yell, you get mad. And all of a sudden you can't stop the emotions. And then you sit and you're like, why did this morning have to be so hard? Well, what if you would have just woken up and when you stubbed your toe, you just let yourself be upset and you let the windfall of emotions come out. Would all of those other little teeny tiny speed bumps have happened had you just not grin and bear it, had you just not muscled through it and you just dealt with, I'm so frustrated. And that stubbing of your toe was really meant to be the kickoff to the release of things that you were feeling and how often we store these little tiny resentments in our life and we just let them be, yeah, bottled up. But to me, it feels more like we just stick them in the file and deal with it later. Yeah, we might compartmentalize but we just go, it's not that big a deal. It's just this little thing. Like I can move past it. But... We're meant to feel all these feelings, we're meant to experience all the different colors of emotion, yet we feel so positive and so hopeful as these spiritually hopeful people, and that doesn't mean I'm all of a sudden going to turn to this pessimistic person that just thinks that nothing works out for me, that's not the case, it's just acknowledging, man, this stage of transition has been long, arduous and challenging. And I can say it gets darkest before the dawn or I can just say this has been hard for me and I am emotional (laughs) and honoring how fucking frustrating it is. And yes, this is going to be an episode for swearing. It just is. And I feel as though I've been saying for weeks now, oh, I feel so positive about fall. Well, fall is on Friday. And I'm pulling some cards because I want to see what we all need. I think we're all all exhausted. And I was talking to my mom this morning. I'm just expressing my frustrations as a business owner and just wanting and desiring change. And so many of my clients, my friends, everybody is just ready for something else ready for abundance ready for love ready for this energy of spring in the air like ready for change because fuck off everything has been so hard lately i've seen it everywhere and so i'm seeing right now what do we need to know about fall god damn i'm tired of seeing the slow it down card it just keeps coming up and keeps coming up and keeps coming up. All right. Does that mean all of fall is slow it down? We've been slow forever. Good God. <laughs> we have to laugh, right? We got to bring some humor in this. Okay, let's see. It says, the heart wants what it wants, and it wants it when it wants it. But the timing isn't always right. Maybe you want something before the other person is ready for it or vice versa. Suffice to say that you need to slow things down. This isn't just about patience. It's about actively slowing down. Stop pushing so hard. Be strong and shine your light. Focus on what you want and not what you don't want. You're stronger than you know. The situation you're asking about is fertile. Be graceful as you wait without trying to force anything or anyone Trying to rush a person or situation isn't likely to work out for you right now. So do what you can to take a step back. You might like to hold a moonstone while you meditate now to help you stay patient and allow events to unfold. This is a sublimely feminine stone that has strong relationship with the moon. Stay strong and centered in your own power instead of dissipating your energy focusing on what you can't control additional meanings for this card love is coming into your life talk to a female mentor calm down breathe out relax pregnancy or birth and it also the card after that is accept help which is also a very feminine card it says yin moon which yin is very feminine so i'm going to look at that as well have you been trying to do everything by yourself This isn't the answer to your current dilemma. You need to take a softer, possibly more collaborative approach, and maybe you've been too tough on yourself or on someone else. This card comes up when the energies are harsh. Being independent is a great thing, but sometimes we just refuse others' help for all the wrong reasons. Make sure you're not guilty of this right now. There is a sense that you need to accept someone else's help in order to get your job done or to get where you want to go, and maybe... You just need to ask someone for their advice. Find someone who you know will give a gentle response. In the yin and yang paradigm, yin is very soft like the moon. This isn't the time to push forward unrelentingly, but rather to see how you can soften into a solution. If you've been trying to drive something on or convince someone of something, take this card as a sign to proceed more gently. Additional meanings for this card, someone wants to help you, you catch more flies with honey than vinegar. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, that is a message from my grandmother. So, ah, that is so funny. What's up, Gigi Mo? Okay, so that was one of her like number one sayings. My mom reminded me of that the other day. My cousin, Sierra, who I know will listen to this, reminded me of that the other day. And my friend, Kelly, who I mentioned earlier, she's a medium as well. And she was channeling my grandmother for like a week. I guess my grandma was just hanging out with her. And she kept saying that to her. And it was just her reminder that not to sit and stew on what isn't working and acknowledge what is. But again, I don't want to bypass or diminish our human frustrations with Things not going the way we want them to or skip the parts that are clunky and hard and challenging and frustrating. I think so many of us are kind of upset with spirit and I think I've been hearing like empty promises and... Maybe that's a word I need to let go of because I also have a card that says change your tune. I've been saying sometimes it feels like empty promises, like so much positivity for the future, yet where are the dividends? Where are the receipts? I want to see some shifts and I think they're really trying to remind all of us just because it doesn't look how you thought it would doesn't mean you aren't getting what you've been asking for. Even if it showed up in a way you didn't plan, it doesn't mean that you didn't get what you asked for. Could you look at it differently? Could you change your tune? Could you honor the fact that you have made big strides? Yes, I can. <laughs> and yes, I'm also annoyed. There's a level of if spirit is endless and boundless, and the Sky Daddy isn't worried about the economy. <laughs> That's been my joke. Sky Daddy isn't worried about the economy. That's my other reference for God. The universe is not plagued with what our societal rules are. If they're endless and boundless, why can't what I want come true? What about my turn? Can't I get a win? I've been saying the energy I've been feeling is very pouty lip. And not to say I haven't had any, but I think there's a level of dis, like just a little bit of disappointment And and I'm sharing all this and I'm being authentically honest about it because I know I'm not alone in that feeling. And I've had people coming in for readings and they keep getting the same message over and over and over again. And I think there's a need to also say it's still coming. It's just the relativity of soon in spirit versus soon in the mind of a human being are very different. And it's hard to pinpoint timing. Now I do want to look at fall a little bit more. Okay. What does my sweet loving collective need to know about fall? I've got three cards or two sticking out. Unwavering focus. It says focus, but I heard unwavering focus and support. Gosh, I don't know what I would do without the friends that I have right now or my partner or my family. Oh my gosh, that's making me emotional, but I've got my eyes are welling with tears. I don't know what I would do right now if I didn't have their support. And that is reminding me I'm not doing this alone because I have people who just constantly have space to listen to me that just Constantly are there for me, even in the moments where I'm not the boss bitch or the leader or the the, 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 you know, they are there for me in the moments where I'm like, this is stupid. (laughs) Maybe I should just be an accountant. This is so hard. But it's the truth is being a spiritual person, you have to do the inner healing. There's no skipping that. There's no love, light, and no thanks. Like you have to deal with the I don't like to say shadow as much anymore because I think we can really get stuck in shadow work and just constantly stuck in that darkness and I think that the lower vibrational entities and energies on this planet would love it if we would stay in our shadow because that is where we feed the fear and the negativity and we can get really stuck there and I think there's just honoring roadblocks. I would rather look at things in the sense of, I have this roadblock, I know why, and it causes me to feel XYZ. Maybe that's self-doubt, maybe that's imposter syndrome, maybe that's disappointment, or loneliness, whatever those emotions are, I'd rather look at them through the lens of I have this inner roadblock and I know where that comes from and I'm willing and open to working on that roadblock because I know that I want change. If nothing changes, nothing changes. And I'm being told to communicate. This is a time to continue to hold the vision and focus because even if the dividends aren't being paid out right now or you're not seeing the return on the hard work it doesn't mean that it's gone and so in this time where you're focusing and maybe feeling like gosh so much emotion this morning like i just my eyes are full of tears this morning and because i just think i'm feeling how we've all been feeling as a part of my energy and my channel sometimes i can feel the emotions of the collective of everybody who's listening, I can feel the pain that you're feeling and like why isn't get it get I can, and I keep feeling like some people who are listening to this, the physical pain, why isn't this getting better? I'm doing all the right things. I'm trying. I'm I've tried the alternative methods. I've gone to the doctor, I've done everything. Why? Whoa, that hit me like a wave. Whomever needed to hear that. Maybe there isn't a why, and maybe it just is. And yeah, that's not a good enough answer. And maybe there isn't a good enough answer right now. And maybe there never will be. So what do you do in this place of suffering? And so many of the best spiritual teachers in the world have said, there is sacredness in suffering. And I'm also thinking about the pain of getting a tattoo for some reason. I remember getting my back tattoo when I was 19 and I designed it and drew it and I was so excited. And the first design was maybe like six inches by six inches. Yeah. And it's my whole back now. It was like, I saw it and she's like, but what if we did bigger? And I was like, absolutely. And it was on my back and on my spine and I was getting tattooed for eight hours. And I remember every needle point, every prick. I would feel the needle on this specific part of my back, but it would also be feeling pain in my pinky or my toe or my hip or my stomach. And there was something to me that I just found so cathartic and beautiful about the pain of it. It showed me how connected everything was. It showed me how strong I really was. It showed me how my willpower was unwavering It was just so beautiful to watch my body go through something like that. And that's just my experience with pain. And it was intense. Absolutely. I would still get another tattoo totally. And maybe some of you aren't tattoo people. And that's totally cool. There's sacredness and suffering. And there is a level of reverence for what you can do in these points of physical pain. And I think we've been all sitting in this physically emotional painful space really feels like doing our homework and there's but it's like the end of the school year kind of feeling like oh I have grades are due I've got all this homework I just feel behind but you're not and how do you get through these times you find support we are meant to be people of community we're not meant to be isolated and so many of us are tired of feeling so lonely and This is where community is important. If you're a woo person, get you a woo friend, dude, because you cannot do this woo thing alone because it's so big. It's so shifting. It's so depleting at times and then also invigorating. I've been on my spiritual development path for five years now and really deep in it the last three years. And in this time, gosh, I love my body for the first time in my whole life. I have a healthy relationship. I have a stable living situation. I have friends that are kind, supportive, understanding, not gossipy, not super negative. I feel like I've got the best relationship I've had with family members. I would love to see them more. That's its own Bag of marbles, right? I've set boundaries in places I never thought I'd be able to set boundaries in. I feel like I'm the healthiest I've been in my life. It opened up such a better life for me. So much more in alignment. But there is sacrifice that comes with that. How much I've been willing to unpack and open up old wounds and face them head on. Ooh. And face these terrible, painful, uncomfortable memories and acknowledge the suffering I've had in my life and having to look at those things head on because I knew it was important so I could continue this work, to continue to show up for the people that need me. I have to be aware of where my pain is. Because it will be mirrored to me a hundred times and a hundred times more. And so honoring it, seeing it, healing it through therapy, through Reiki, through journaling, art, everything. And willing to express it and let it move through me has been the most arduous, beautiful experience. And I wouldn't change a step I've taken. I wouldn't change a single damn thing because I feel the most myself, the most connected to myself than I've ever felt in my whole life. And I honestly say all that because I think it's important that we all do it. I think it's important that we're all willing to open this door. Yeah, open the door to intuition and spirit this fall, t- September 23rd, 2023. Come join me and I'll help you walk this path. But <laughs> but really it's some things I wish I would have had community sooner. I felt like I really walked that path so alone for so long and in such a state of privacy and self-discovery. I wish I would have had a mentor sooner and some woof, spiritual friends sooner. It took me a long time to find that. Being able to say I get to be the support I didn't have. Oof, that makes my heart so happy but it's true. I've had to see all the things, but hey, a good teacher has to see all the things first, right? To carve the path, you do it alone, but then it's easier for the people that follow behind you. And you get to hold their hand while they walk through it. I paused myself and walked away from this podcast and regrouped. And I've been seeing the same number over the two, these two numbers over and over again. Now, when I've talked about spiritual numbers before, and if you follow me on Instagram, I've talked about seeing 127 a lot. That number has shifted out, which is fine as they do. And for anybody who's not aware or doesn't know spiritual numbers or spirit numbers or angel numbers, they are when you're constantly in your path and you keep seeing the same numerical synchronicity, whether it be on a license plate, on the other day I saw a angel number on my washing machine, on my microwave, on my phone, or if you keep waking up at the same time, those kinds of things where you keep seeing something over and over again. It's a synchronicity and spirit speaks through synchronicities a lot. And I've been seeing 144. Well, when I go to my angel number book, which it's The Angel Number Book by Mystic Michaela in case anybody is wanting a good angel number book. It's my favorite. I've looked at a lot. It's one I hugely recommend. It it says channel the divine. And I think I'm going to do just that. What has been coming in, in terms of the divine, isn't necessarily a specific loved one. I'm actually... The fact that my grandmother came in, that woman loved her some Jesus, loved her some angels. And I think she really wants me to step into the place of channeling angelic energy. And the angel I've been connecting with a lot has been Asriel and Asriel is the angel of death. And that's a funky one, especially as a medium, you would imagine you would be around the angel of death a lot. And he's not a negative guy, actually, very funny. And it's one of those kind of clunky spaces where you acknowledge like, yeah, sometimes to talk to angels. that's like another layer of coming out of the spiritual closet, right? Of course, angels would talk to us. And he's been showing me morning glories so much. I even am sitting with the morning glory painting I did yesterday in front of me, and I want to talk about morning glories and introduce you to this angel that has been connecting with me so much lately, helping me get through this ego death, rebirth, shift, change, angel of transition. (sighs) Okay, I'm going to open up some prayer and see how this all shakes out. I call on God. I call on Gaia. I call on the archangel Azrael to step into my field to help me clear away the ego, the stress, the worry, and the fear to create a clear and connected channel for all those listening in this moment. May they receive all messages for their highest and best good. Amen, and so it is. I invite Archangel Azrael into this space. I've been showing her morning glories for many, many reasons. Morning glories represent the energy of the community that listens in this space resilient, fighters, survivors, healers, intuitives, morning glories know just when to rise. They kiss the morning dawn and open their eyes. They know that when the sun begins to set, they should curl and close and go into their own cocoon. Anything that is in their path, they surround it with their love and weave it in. And they know no bounds. Some call them invasive. They invade with their love and surround everything that comes across their path with their magic. And they know just when to go within and heal. They know just when to curl up and cry. They know just when to wake up and stretch their hearts out. So much suffering, so much needing to shift away. We hear your cries, we hear your prayers, we hear you begging and pleading for change. It's hard to articulate in such a simple way what patience really means. It's not to insult, demean, or diminish the sacred suffering on your path. It's to allow you more time to transition. Not every person goes gently into that good night. Not every person blinks and wakes up in heaven. Many people take a long time to pass. Many people go through a long process because of the beautiful lessons in dying, the beautiful moments of reliving what used to be, what is no longer, the deep moments of reflection. I hear the question, But when? What's tomorrow like? Tomorrow is today and tomorrow is yesterday. The message is hope is never something you should lose. And if you have lost it, go and see a morning glory because it never loses a sight of hope. It's always expectant and excited for tomorrow. I hear the question, what am I missing? I hear the question, am I doing something wrong? I hear the question, is this even what I'm supposed to be doing? Is this even where I'm needed? Should I have even made this change? I hear this from many of you. There are no wrong choices right now. To choose is to move forward. Life is short and life is long. It's short enough you shouldn't waste a second and long enough to change your mind. You're being invited to change your mind when you need to. And also focus. Be like a falcon who can soar high above and see the pinpoint of what it wants from so far away. The bodies of women are always in preparation for hope possibility every month you go through a cycle of hope and possibility men's bodies do not work this way they go through a cycle of 24-hour cycle of hope women go through a slower process some of the women listening may feel that their partner has something figured out that they don't that their partner understands money in a way that they don't or understands success in a way that they don't that is not so yours is a grand receival yours takes a bit more time and even when you feel like you've been doing nothing and doing everything and there's not a moment's rest even in the moments of being up all night caring for others, children, animals. Women are the sacred caretakers who get to reap the best rewards in this life. It is true. It is true. Women have the capacity to hold and feel love on a level that is unmatched by that of only God. It's not to minimize the experience of anyone else. It's just to honor the sacred creators that are here. I place my hands in prayer above my heart and I send out healing and grace. Your tears are love overflowing through you. Even when it feels like despair, it's not. Your tears are not of despair, but of the love you have for the things you truly desire that aren't yet in your life. It is grieving what your body knows to be yours that isn't here yet. There is no need to fear what you have let go of. There is no need to fear what you haven't actualized. You're not doing it wrong. And money isn't something to love, to crave. It's just a tool that humans created to simplify the exchange process. And it was tainted. And so, if it's just a tool to exchange energy, use it wisely and use it well, and it will bring you security and stability. (sighs) Forgiveness is needed, you don't have to give forgiveness. With the grace of your words, forgiveness is found within your own soul. And forgiveness is actually letting go. Forgiveness is so misunderstood. It feels like letting someone off the hook, and that is not what it is. And I'm not going to sit and tell you that it's letting yourself off the hook either. It is just letting go. And it's letting you move forward. And the biggest energy you need to forgive is yourself. You've been putting so much of the weight on your shoulders and you're not meant to do this. The weight is heavy because it needs an extra set of hands, maybe two sets of hands to help you carry it. I connect into the feeling of anger. Anger. Anger is a sacred emotion because it is the beginning of letting go. Anger is the beginning of letting go. I need you to hear that clearly. Being angry is the beginning of letting go. You can't forgive until you've let yourself feel your sacred rage. Throw up your fists, toss the things that need to break. Let yourself thrash around. You deserve it. Because in that release begins a domino effect of all that needs to be moved past, even if it's people, even if it's versions of who you used to be. Can you give yourself the key to your release of the cage you've been putting yourself in? If I can't, I, I don't have that pot. Pot. Pot pot to hold pot to carry pot to put that beautiful plant in to hold it with you you weren't meant to be put in a container a flower in the windowsill no you were meant to spread through an endless garden with no limitations you don't need to be put in a vessel stop walking to the ocean with only a cup to drink come with an endless vast of expansive void to hold the ocean of abundance that wants to cascade through your life. Such precious words. You don't always have to have precious words. You don't always have to say it just right. Words are powerful and also forgive yourself for not having perfection at every moment. You are expected and encouraged to throw a tantrum. You are expected and encouraged to swear. You are expected and encouraged to kick your feet and stomp them because that is divinity in itself. (sighs) Okay. I'm just stepping out of that. That would be the first time I've channeled angels for the collective and in a public space. Thank you for hearing it. This podcast episode has me feeling very vulnerable. But I think it's important to do so. And channeling something like that and talking to my people who are beginning to channel or trying to open up their spiritual channel and wondering where to begin and what are the limits or are there limits and what can you talk to you know there's readers who all they do is channel angels there's readers who all they do is channel galactics there's readers who all they channel are loved ones or there are so many different ways that you can do this and stepping into these what we would call higher vibrational beings it is very different than anything that I have ever done. And it's very beautiful. It's just also very big. And it's interesting. I have to get to a very meditative place and close my eyes and really shift myself out. And I can be a bit, I don't want to say control freak, but I want to to be more present in those moments. But that's my ego wanting it to be perfect. And you have to really step out, you have to let that energy come close to you. And it's something that can be learned and taught and experienced. It is just one that takes some time. And it's something I have been working on. And so it's just really interesting how I'm being shifted. And as you go through your spiritual development, as you allow yourself to expand how your channel functions, you'll see it change over time. You'll see your work change over time. And as your energy shifts, what you bring in shifts. And it can be confusing and nerve wracking and you start to wonder like how that's gonna be perceived or it it gets a little clunky. And so doing all that, I had to like walk away and go sit outside in the grass for 20 minutes and come back. And part of me is almost nervous to put it out there on how it's going to be received. But I actually feel like it's going to be received real well. The people that are listening are my woo people. So I know y'all will love it. I just giggle at the level of human questioning that comes in. And I'm thinking about some of the people that will listen to this and how they're on their spiritual path and we can be so much more courageous we can this that this work is courageous allowing yourself to be spiritual and not worry about judgment in a world that has only judged spiritual people that is only judged and called us witches and shit. of course our systems would be like oh i don't know and we have to go but also fuck it i'm gonna do it anyway and we'll see what happens And I also am, I'm going to come back to it. If you want a mentor who's going to honor the discomfort and the reality of doing this type of thing, I'm your bitch. And this weekend, September 23rd is the start of opening the door to intuition and spirit. This is the kind of thing that we're going to work on. This is the kind of thing that you're going to hear in class, the messages you're going to receive And that feeling of being a whole lot less alone and knowing that there's people in that class on the Zoom right next to you trying to figure it out too and getting to shoot the shit on the challenges. Come find support because you don't have to do it alone. And with that, I'm bringing this episode to a close. I'm so grateful to have you all here and open and receptive and trusting and walking along this journey with me even in my moments of discomfort. Thank you. I want to let you know more ways that you can connect with me, Chelsea the Practical Pisces. I have a Patreon that you can subscribe to that will have weekly and monthly forecasts for the collective, as well as a special tier for all the Pisces out there. If you would like to connect with me in mentorship this fall, 2023, I have my eight-week psychic mediumship and intuition introductory course called Opening the Door to Intuition and Spirit that is starting September 23rd. 2023 I have two new services I've added to my offerings these are spirit art sessions that are specific to capturing the aura I have one for the human experience and I also do pet orographs and portraits as well those are available on the website the and I look so forward to connecting with each and every one of you Thank you for opening the door with me today.